0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus as this segment of the Husker Online Show. Brought to you by Tanner Sports Bar and Grill. Get on into Tanner's here over the weekend. Nebraska basketball plays Wisconsin here Saturday at 1. Also the XFL. Robin, Nate, did you guys watch XFL? Did you get into
2: it a little bit? I did. I'm yeah. all in on the St. Louis Battle Hawks. Battle Hawks. All yeah, in. I'm a big Battle Hawks fan. Big, big Battle Hawks guy
1: they uh, they were big dogs like in the nine soup. and a half point and um,
2: biggest dog of the weekend and they played Dallas who was the uh, preseason favorite to win the XFL championship so eat it Dallas I, I <laughs> know
1: I know um some <laughs> local books would not take um bets on those games because the information was just <laughs> not strong just enough. And
2: they were like praising the, the Vegas uh, handicappers at the beginning the, like, for the first game because they like nailed the over under. But they like, didn't know
1: Rhett Bomar was going to be yeah, out. I mean, it was. Or not Rhett Bomar. Who's the quarterback? Uh, for Landry Jones. Landry Jones, yeah.
2: Rhett Bomar. <laughs> <Red> <laughs> Bomar.
0: <laughs> That's a name. Way. He's a, still selling cars. He's college <laughs> quarterback.
2: <laughs> and he's probably playing in the XFL. But no, I thought it was good. It. I will say it's a way better product than the AAF. Way better. And it's not even close.
1: They have better announcers.
2: I mean, it's, it's presented like on ESPN and Fox. I mean, like that's it's- why it's better I,
0: because the players are by and large the same. Yeah. But yeah. I think you've got ESPN, you've got you've got legit announcers. Like Joel Klatt was doing and the And yeah. the
2: presentation of it too, like the mic'd up access, yeah. the I mean being able the interviews to, on the sideline. Yeah, like yeah. like 10 seconds after a guy fumbles the ball, he's got a microphone in his face. Guys are dropping f bombs. They're like zeroing in on the guy with the Xbox controller doing the instant replay. It's like wild. And so you get these like inside reality aspects of football that you would never get in the NFL and that's why I think it's going to do well.
1: Well then, you know, you, you look at the gambling element of it. They put the point spread mm-hmm. next to the teams now on the bug and the over under. <laughs> so, I mean, if you're in, like in Vegas for the weekend or Council Bluffs or anywhere, I mean, it kind of gives you <laughs> A reason to really get into these games and, and watch. I think they they realize that.
2: Oh yeah, and they know what they're doing. Okay.
1: And DeMornay Pearsonell had a good weekend. Yes, he did. Yeah. Gerald Foster did. Brandon Riley had one catch before yeah, he took on the a,
2: opening drive. Took basically.
1: a knee to the back.
2: Yeah, and so he he made a really nice catch over the middle on a slant, uh, and got dinged up and didn't play the rest of the game. But Demorne played really well. He did muff a punt. He recovered it. But I think he had like you know almost like sixty seventy yards of total offense, including like a forty yard catch to help his team win the game. Go Battle Hawks.
1: (laughs) Let's let's convince our wives that we're making a road trip down to St. Louis.
2: I think the championship is in uh, Houston this year.
1: Well, let's worry about getting to a game (laughs) in St. Louis first. (laughs) Nate, we're going down. We're driving down the slough and and watching Brandon and DeMornay. But let's talk NFL Combine, guys. Nebraska gets four invites. Uh, Darian Daniels, Khalil Davis, Carlos Davis, Lamar Jackson. I, I think not a shocker. With Darian Daniels, not a shocker. With Lamar, both of them were more senior bowl invites, and really not a shocker about Khalil because he had a really strong showing in the East West Shrine Game. Uh, Carlos, um, you know, had a little bit quieter uh, draft prep month, but. I think it tells you guys how strong that D line was last year. At times, you know they had three guys make the combine. Mm-hmm. Um, they held their own when they played Iowa late in the year. Obviously, the Wisconsin game, two of those three guys were out uh, for Nebraska. But um, we we thought all along last year the D line was the strength for Nebraska, and it once again um, was the strength when it came to the NFL guys.
2: Well, and to have you know all four guys be on the defensive side of the ball, including Lamar Jackson, who's probably the, the team's top overall NFL prospect. Uh, you know, I mean, I think that, that shows that they had some talent to work with, and you know, it kind of you know indicates that uh, by nature of the offense, the defense is, is going to look worse than maybe it is. I mean, I, I don't know if the numbers they allow are, are going to be perfectly indicative of uh, you know how good uh, the players are and how good the scheme is on, on that side.
0: And and you mentioned it. I mean the the way that they have performed in these um, you know these postseason games or these All Star games, I think, kind of validates that that they were pretty good. Um, and that that maybe the overall numbers, um, you know, I, I think you, you have to dig a little deeper to to find out just how good some of these guys were. And um, you know, and, and they're all going to be guys that Nebraska is going to miss sorely uh, next year. But to go from you know, to have four guys invited after only having what was it? Only Stanley was the only guy last year, right? Uh, I
1: don't think Divine got
0: invited. No, last
1: Divine year. did not. No. Yeah, Stanley was the only guy.
0: Yeah. So I mean that's progress, at least. <laughs> well, and, and look
1: I mean, Luke Gifford, Stanley Morgan, Divine, like all of those guys should have invited. Yeah, they should have like, been. Yeah. I, I really Still don't understand how they didn't get one draft pick with that trio. I know. All th- I mean, it was
2: it was like I thought Stanley was a no brainer, and I thought Devine had a chance to sneak in at the end, but
1: it was like Billy Devany and Mike Riley said, "Let's stick it to Nebraska and and tell." all of our guys not to invite these guys to the combine so we can end their draft streak <laughs> and let's end the last streak they got besides the sellout streak. It's quite the conspiracy. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, it, cause it doesn't add up. You have three guys make active rosters oh, and put up numbers. Yeah. The
2: fact that Stanley get drafted is a travesty. I don't care. Like, I mean, he made an active roster. Like, he was good enough to be drafted. The fact that he didn't was I don't I don't have no explanation for it.
1: Yeah, it just tells you how hard it is. Now the SEC had 94 combine invites. The Big Ten with 57, um, 47 in the Pac-12, 37 in the ACC, 29 in the Big 12. Mm, wow. Now they only they only have 10 teams, so they're averaging 2.9 per team. But I mean, how of those 29, a good chunk are Oklahoma, Texas type guys. I mean, it's it's really startling. We talked about in our last segment the gaps of the leagues, but every year it's Big Ten, big SEC, one, two. And SEC's obviously been number one really every year in a row, I think, for over 10 years now.
2: Yeah, by a pretty wide margin too. And, yeah, I mean, that kind of shows about the uh, the haves and the have-nots. It goes beyond just, you know, what your, your financial capabilities are. But a lot of times that <laughs> coincidentally leads to getting the best players. I and mean, when you have the best players, you have the best league and vice versa. Well, and there's a little bit of a gap in the Big Ten, too. I mean, when you look at uh, Ohio State
0: and Michigan being tied at the top with 11 players. Yeah, Ohio
2: State's been carrying the conference's water for a while. Yeah. so Thank the, you, Urban. Yeah, yeah exactly.
0: Um, you know, I, I guess kind of surprising would be, uh, you know, Penn State and Iowa having five, uh, in, in Wisconsin only, you know, having just as many as Nebraska. Um, you know, I, I would have thought that – both Penn State and Wisconsin might have had a, a few more than that, just, just based off of their uh, you know, their record and how they've been playing the past couple of years.
2: How many did you say the Big Ten had? Total 57. In- so Ohio State had 11 of those this year. So, I mean, that kind of shows. 20%, 20% pretty much. Yeah, so to be expected, though. I mean, that's the difference between that, that college football level program and everybody else, there's a big difference in talent. Yeah, if you just
1: took those four college football playoff teams and added Georgia, those five really – I mean, they're they're more than any conference, probably, when you just took those five right there. I mean, they are, it's like they're in a different set of leagues, but mm-hmm. um, it will be interesting to see. I think Nebraska will get at least two draft picks this year. I mean, we know Lamar's going to get drafted, I think we know Darian Daniels will get picked. It's a matter of how the Davis Twins will end up going.
2: Yeah, right now, if you look at the NFL.com prospect grades, Lamar Jackson is the highest graded Husker with a 5.69. And what that means, uh, according to the uh, grade rankings, would put him right in the realm of a developmental traits-based prospect or a uh, chance to make uh, end of roster or practice squad. So that's your best overall player right there. Well, and uh Darian Daniels is next at a 5.58. So that puts him, you know, right around the uh practice squad level. And then Knight of the Davis Twins received a grade. So that's kind of where things stand right now initially before the combine. That's why you got to get your
1: degree, kids. Yeah, no it, doubt. It's pretty tough no to make that next level, but uh when we come back, we're going to talk to Nebraska Basketball. The Huskers almost pulled off a shocker in College Park. Now they're back home against Wisconsin. Uh, can they snap this long losing streak? We'll get Robin Washett's thoughts next. You're listening here to the Husker Line Show.